0: Welcome back to Views from the 50, and NFL podcast where we provide coverage on all things NFL. I'm your co-host, El Jefe, and I'm joined here by my fellow members of the SFN crew. How y'all fellas doing tonight?
1: Don't great.
0: I'm good. I'm good.
2: Mandem them calm!
3: I don't know how I'm calm little, that is. A little, but... I'm a little stressed right now. I'm on what you're playing at 17-14. That's
0: all I can say. <laughs> okay Thursday night updates <laughs> during the during the uh uh live recording we like that but uh let's get right into the agenda here uh first we got the Packers upsetting the Lions on on the first game in Thanksgiving Jordan Love won back-to-back games for the first time in his career and can he make it three straight when he go when he has to uh, stay at home and he gets to uh he gets to enjoy the uh, the home crowd but Unfortunately, he has to play a quarterback, an elite quarterback at that, Patrick Mahomes coming into Lambeau for the first time in his career, which is crazy to hear. Um, but all in all, Packers upset the Lions and and it was good to see for Thanksgiving. How y'all feel about that?
4: Hated to see it, man. Thought Detroit really had one. Best record in like two decades or something like that at this point. I hate to see that, especially on Thanksgiving, man. I was rooting for detroit um but the packers are decent man i think that they could be a team um probably not this year but maybe next year that um you know kind of figures it out they like to kind of draft and grow their players love's been there for a few years i think he signed an extension um in the off season um being that he was like a second round pick or something like that so i think they could continue to get better as long as they figure out their running back situation um and christian watson and guys like that are healthy um they can be good compete in that division for sure.
3: I'm gonna say, uh I mean, well welcome back, Trev. Welcome back. Feels feels good to have you back. Yeah, I mean the, the Packers, you know, they start the game off with a 53 yard pass. I, I think that you know you kinda you kinda got to be aggressive with teams like that because these teams that you know have higher records and some of these lower these lower ranked teams, they think like all right these guys aren't gonna come out aggressive. And in reality that's that's kind of what you got to do to take, you know, knock teams off balance. And Detroit, I'm not going to say that they're a bad team, but, you know, they're young and they still may not know how to react to being punched in the face right away, even though Dan Campbell has often said that, you know, we're going to do the punching, they're going to be very tough. So I think Green Bay came out there and was like, hey, no, we're going to punch you in the face. And the rest of the league saw that, you know, Detroit may not be able to handle being punched in the face right away. So kudos to Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Plus Detroit plays bad on Thanksgiving anyway, so. You know, we can't, I, I don't want to say I expected them to lose, but in the same breath, I kind of expected them to take that out.
1: Proud of uh, the Packers and getting that back-to-back win. They needed that. Jordan Love needed that for his contract situation too as well so he could prove that he's a franchise guy. I already think that he is regardless. You know, they need to go ahead and extend him in the offseason. But um, it's a division game. Those type of games, that's what you expect uh, for – Sometimes for the worst team to beat the better's team, uh, it's good to see the Lions, though. Good to see them at this record. They haven't been this good since the sixties, so it's, it's that's good to see. But i um, also good civil to see the Packers win. win. Yeah, civil rights, you know, so times. Good time for um, that's how long it's been. Folks have Detroit, color. So Detroit's been good, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's good for Detroit, but also good for Green Bay. Though, um, like like I said, like they found their guy now, so um, that's a big plus.
2: Yeah, yeah, they look good. They look good. I like the two-headed monster that Detroit got. If it, if it stays healthy, it, it'll be a problem throughout the rest of the season. In reference, that I meaning David Montgomery and Jamar Gibbs. Um, damn near split almost, what, what? Was that 27, 26 carries? They split 26 carries, one at 15-11, split – both had over 50-plus rushing yards. Jamar Gibbs didn't get in the end zone, but – um. I also feel like they have to give them more touches on the ground first before they start throwing to Ra. They throw to him a lot and a lot, a lot, a lot. And that's there's nothing wrong with that because it works, but then again, it's like he had nine receptions and compared to damn near like five other guys that equaled out to nine receptions as well. Um, So it's just like, not saying that trying to find other options should be a thing, but Open up the field a little bit more is what works better for them as far as splitting the run with the pass, and then sometimes I feel like when they play behind, they throw a lot much a lot more worse how they do without the backfield. So, but all in all, good game. I wasn't expecting Green Bay to win; kind of pissed me off, but it's life.
0: Yeah, I guess any given Sunday, any given Thursday too, huh? Um, but what do you guys think? Do Do you think uh, Jordan Love and the Packers can make it three straight when Patrick Mahomes? comes down there for the first no. round?
4: No. no, Probably not. I think the, they have, like, a weakness in their run defense, and I think um, Pacheco, if you paid attention to the last game, the Chiefs play, I think he's really going to be that guy they're going to lean on, and then um they're going to have to kind of adjust their coverage. And uh, you don't want to do that with Mahomes. Like, get him, you know, like, working with single DB or linebacker, um he's going to eat you up. So I don't think so, but I think they make it um a good game. I don't think they beat. Um, the Chiefs though. I'm also expecting MVS to go to fuck off. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Just yeah, that Packers team. defense yeah. is not all that. What's his name, Jair Alexander? Um, I was yeah. reading something like he's just kind of getting back up, um, like healthy or something. So I don't know. I just think that they can be had at any point in time. Um, is it
3: gonna be? Is it gonna be Taylor Swift or Simone Biles? Simone Biles.
4: Yeah, Bro. more than likely. If Simone, the media if Simone wants Biles. To put- Simone so, mobile's husband is a is a terrible football player. Oh, stop, that. Nice. Yeah, stop that! Stop he's he's he's, good. He's hot garbage. This dude, he's, this dude, yeah. No, no,
3: that's yeah, he's not good. But he's hot garbage. You know what's Madden. No, right? We're not, we're not, not going to disrespect bro. that gentleman. <laughs> Don't he, do it. like goes <laughs> he, like on the <laughs> practice squad. Look,
2: I saw, I saw, brother cut on the
4: practice squad as a rookie. I saw, I saw some tape. I saw he played game. I saw he did. He did all right. But I saw some tape from like two weeks ago, and this brother was. No, he was getting cooked. He was getting cooked. It was barbecue yeah, chicken. He, he was on the he was on the getting chip,
0: cooked, man. <laughs> man, I was like, bro,
4: why is he in the game right now, man? But uh,
0: right.
4: yeah, I mean, I don't I don't mean that in a in a disrespectful way. I mean it, the the tape I saw was just it was a travesty. Um,
0: yeah, it's just not it's not it's not it. But yeah, the 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 chief should handle business in Lambeau. Patrick should go in there get his first dub, um, and first time ever heading out there. Um, that should be no questions.
2: Green Bay, um, hopefully, hopefully,
0: it is a good game. You said Green Bay by a field goal, all right? Hopefully, they pull off the upset. And let's see. Jordan Love can make it three straight. We'll see say what happens.
3: That, that.
4: Well, yeah, you hey, said you a- said that was Patrick Mahomes' first time going there, but the Chiefs have played them. I think Mahomes was out, um, right, or something yeah. like that.
0: Uh, th- this is his first time. Oh, I mean, I'm not sure. I- um, exactly. I just know the, the 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 um the news and the big storyline is this is Mahomes' first time playing in Lambo.
4: Yeah, I think Mahomes had injured himself and he was out and their backup, I believe, won the game. Um Jordan Love was the quarterback still, I believe. Um I'll look it up because that's I think that's interesting.
0: Yeah, um that I'm 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 not too not too not too sure about. I just know I don't see I don't see Jordan Love Going into this into game, this game beating Mahomes, um, that I, I don't, I don't see them, I don't see them being able to get this one done. But.
2: Jordan Love, Dubsky, one fifty yards passing, two tutties. Yeah, you know I'm seeing. We calling that Aaron Jones. He's questionable till Saturday evening. He's starting. I need a hundred yards. One T. I'm good. It's cool. We good. Yeah, um, so I
0: don't know Patrick Mahomes gonna have a bad
2: game. It's gonna be a bad one for him. Everybody's expecting him to go in. This is what happens. Y'all expect this man to go in here and go crazy. And you know what happens? Boy gets shivering. It's cold in Green Bay. You don't know how to act. That's what yeah, right.
4: The last, the last time they played uh was in Kansas City and uh it was a low scoring game, seven Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens.
3: Five, six, four, three. Yeah, right.
4: Yeah, right
0: Yeah, we'll see yeah, what happens right. but, but let's let chair let's, is let's... that? It's
3: not my chair It's not Jordan Love's chair, no way Yeah, right <laughs> On
0: to let's, the next Let's get right into the next one Man, Deron Bland broke uh the NFL's record of pick sixes Getting five touchdowns on the season and I went ahead and I made I made a lovely list here of all the number one receivers in the NFL currently that Deron Bland has more touchdown passes or receptions than. Number one, <laughs> De- <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. Number two, Devontae Adams. Number three, Debo Smith. Number four, Marquise Brown. Number five, Zay Flowers. Number six, Devontae Parker. Number seven, Garrett Wilson. Number eight, Darius Slayton, number nine; Terry McLaurin, number ten; Amari Cooper, number eleven; Don't Deontay Johnson, number twelve; Christian Watson, number thirteen; Michael Pittman, number fourteen; Drake London, number fifteen; Adam Thielen, number sixteen; Chris Damn, Olave, number seventeen; <laughs> Cooper Cup. He's better
4: than them. We get it.
0: Oh, I'm just. I'm, I gotta let. I gotta let the world know here. And then he's also tied. He, he, there was another one, but now he's also – he he moved his way down to the tied category. He's tied now with five number one receivers in the league. Amon St. Brown, Nico Collins, Calvin Ridley, Rashid Rice, and now DK Metcalf because he just got a receiving touchdown today, unfortunately, against the Cowboys. Uh, live update right there. So that means there's only 10 NFL receivers better than him is what it looks like on paper right now.
2: All right. You need to be silenced. Relax. All I'm going to say is if Trayvon Diggs was playing, would this be the same situation? Absolutely not. Um, no, no, no,
3: no, no. So listen, so listen, because because Bland was actually also getting interceptions alongside Trayvon Diggs. That's that's what the whole thing was going into the season. We had well, Stephon per- Gilmore. Trayvon well, let's,
2: Diggs let's, and but currently you can't play them. I think you the, them both at the same time. Who was going to start? Let's be realistic. Well, well, no, so, yeah. Was the so Bland Bland?
4: starter? Was he the starter in game no. one? No, he was, yeah, thank you. He wasn't but, No,
3: but he was getting interceptions as the nickelback and getting interceptions in the slot. So you see he'd still be on the field when you have three or four receivers on the field. And a lot of – the game is tailored to the pass. The game is tailored to the pass. So Deron Bland would have been on the field, so he would have had multiple opportunities. Now, with Trayvon Diggs going down, does he have more opportunities? Absolutely, because he's a starting quarterback. However, we can't say that he may or may not have also replicated this, this, this sort of this, – this historical feat because he was getting picks – and he was getting picked sixes last season. That's just think, in Deronville.
2: You got to think and, about the position he's in currently. Like he wouldn't No, for sure. 1,000%.
3: Had... He has more opportunities, absolutely, as a starting and, quarterback. And, and, You're and, absolutely correct.
2: And as well as that being said, too, I'm not saying, once again, like you said, well, how do we know as far as him being in the nickel that he wouldn't have the same opportunities that he would have had as the position he's in now? We don't know. Respectfully, we don't know. I mean, granted, he was still getting per- catches and stuff in the preseason. That's fine. But once again, I feel like all of this was hand. It was handed to him at the correct time, and he took it and he did what he was supposed to do. He guaranteed himself uh, money. Put
4: it in my pocket. Well, I don't yeah, know. I just, I just, issue, I just think it's. I just think it's more impressive well, as as that no, like, the Cowboys no, had two all-pro quarterbacks on their roster, like all-pro play. That's crazy. Um, but the position was conceived. like. Think about
2: it. Trayvon Diggs went down. That was season. So that position, he now gets. For sure. That position, what corner? Yeah, do you but that? you can't.
4: But it's hard to say that because you can't just say you could stuff any cornerback in that role and they would have similar success. I mean, the guy is obviously very talented. Oh yeah, he showed talent. Um, uh, when Trayvon Diggs was healthy, and now he just has more opportunity to show it when he's not. Um, you know, a lot of these games the Cowboys have gotten blown out. Um, uh, you know, blown out opponents. Who's to say in those games, uh, Diggs goes off and then um uh, they put Bland in and then he goes off and maybe he has you know very similar productions this year. I mean we could have just had better opportunity to blow teams out with um with Diggs still on the roster on the roster, but um starting for us so yeah, but i think cream yeah. always rises to the top in these situations so it's just like you know him being really good was always going to be found out you no know, regardless so um and let me let me correct him I just
3: want to correct myself he actually yeah he did not have um he didn't have any interceptions he didn't have any pick sixes last year but he did have five interceptions so that's you know it's not anything to scoff at so he has seven this year, and he had five, and he only started eight games last season. So, you know, it was just, again, just something to think about. Okay,
0: um, how many how many more pick sixes do do we see in this guy's future for this season? I,
4: uh, only care I probably about say I probably say one, probably one. Nah, that's he's already ran up enough already think this he's year, ran so. course. No. I think we see one. I mean cuz he's definitely going to probably get another interception whether or not he takes it to the house is the the question. My my guess is one. Gets one it's more one more. more. That's it. I, think. I mean, yeah, like, FanDuel, a like a part-time game like this this dude might get one more.
3: Does a FanDuel have a prop for Deron Bland getting a pick six? So that that's probably yeah, so, going to lessen his numbers yeah, as well.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so uh yeah, like as I called you earlier and we talked on the phone, uh FanDuel this week finally put a prop bet out. It was plus uh 3,000 for a Daron Bland uh, pick six this week, I'm taking um, that. I I you
4: know I not gonna. No, say I that wouldn't. I wouldn't. I so wouldn't. Money. I don't know. I mean, he might. he's getting an interception I'm probably. Taking $4. I'm taking that for $1. $1. <laughs> a dollar.
2: I'm taking that for a dollar I put a
0: couple. I put a couple dollars on it. But yes.
2: What, <laughs> hey, check it right now. Check it right now. See how much it was for a dollar.
0: Oh, those the the specials are gone once the game starts. Unfortunately.
4: So. He could get a he could
3: um, he, he could he could potentially get a pick six against the Bills cuz Josh Allen likes those interceptions and the Commanders. I don't know. Pick sixes are
4: pick sixes are extremely hard to do though because not only well, do you have to intercept it, you have to get your offensive, I mean, um, you know, your other defensive uh players to like make blocks for you. You know like depending on where you catch it on the field, it's just like you might have the length of the field to to uh, run it back. Like those are extremely like, difficult like there's a lot of variables to getting a pick six versus just like an interception yeah, um, absolutely
0: yeah yeah assuming, like, let's say let's say, he gets, let's
4: say he gets a pick and he like runs 75 yards and like he gets stopped you know like it's just from one end to the other end of the field and somehow you know he trips up or you know someone tackles him whatever the case might be but that's hard to do i mean like it's a very very impressive feat which is why it hasn't been broken
3: yeah, no, I'm so, just, no. I'm just looking at quarterbacks that he's probably going to get a pick, like you know, or has a higher potential of getting picks on. That's ultimately yeah. what I was saying. But yeah, the pick six itself is definitely very difficult.
0: Yeah, it'll be very difficult for him to get to, um, especially if but, Donovan Wilson doesn't but, want to play over the top. But I Speaking will of- say, um, and one of the one of the teams that you mentioned, he may get another pick six on. He actually did get the uh, record on was the Commanders, which ultimately led to the firing of Jack Del Rio. How do you <laughs> how do y'all feel about Jack Del Rio getting fired from the Commanders? You guys I mean think they should have fired one- Should have fired
4: him? You, Bro, he's, he's, just a, he's just a scapegoat. I mean, do you think not- this
0: is one domino though, and and in, in a I mean, matter of many to go?
4: Look, one of my friends told me that day it's like, yo, who's gonna write the message or who's gonna announce it when? Um, They announced the firing of Ron Rivera, like because I think Ron Rivera was the one that made the announcement through, I don't know, a a post or something like that. But it said, like, we parted ways with Jack Del Rio, like signed Ron Rivera. Who's going to make that when it's Ron's time? Like, I was like, yeah, that's that's funny. He's just a scapegoat. I mean, it's like they have bigger problems than just their defense. I think we'll see that that, when Miami plays them.
0: And you saw Ron Rivera actually took over their defense.
4: Yeah, and Tyreek Hill's still going to cook them on Sunday. So, and I mean, because he's just that good. But no offense to any Commanders fans. It's just Hill's going for 2000 this year. And I think um, he's just going to go crazy the next few games to make sure he gets it. That's, that's, that's it. That's it's it. I just, it is unfortunate.
0: It is very unfortunate for one, Jack, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, but there was one last game on Thanksgiving. Um, the 49ers went in and they handled business in Seattle. Brock pretty improved his record overall to 3-0 and against Seattle. Um, it was something that I didn't want to see, but Seattle, um, they get to play him, I believe, right again next after this week, so next week. Um, so hopefully they come back strong and um, they're able to figure the 49ers out and get one on them. I'd love to see it
4: but I don't think I'll see it. How do y'all feel? Um 49ers is just a better team at this point. Um Chino was also banged up that week. I mean, I, I'm sure he's not 100% healthy still. But um correct me if I'm wrong, it was a home game for 49ers when they played them. Um on Thursday last week, right? It was no, it was a home no, game it was for the Seattle. Yeah, it was okay, Seattle. 49ers at home, I mean. See I, don't know, I just, yeah. No, I mean, for this upcoming game, um, oh, oh, Blues, oh, oh, sorry. I think that'll be, um, yeah, heavy in the 49ers' favor. I don't think they lose that game either.
3: Yeah, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, he he had, um, you know, he got a, kind of got slowed down a couple weeks ago, so he kind of had to do his thing, especially on Thanksgiving. Um, again, the 49ers, they had a three game losing skid and. They're going to come out there and try to prove a point, especially with Geno Smith down and that 49ers defense, especially with the addition of Chase Young. I mean, they're going to try to be clicking on all cylinders. And the unfortunate circumstance for the 49ers that they lost with for the entirety of the year, so that's going to be big for them in their, in their secondary. So if teams can if teams can get the time in, with a solid receiving core, if they can find a way to take the top off of San Francisco, San Francisco may have an issue to deal with. And, you know, obviously with Debo Samuel, the addition of Debo Samuel's 49ers offense is going to be firing on all cylinders. I don't know why, but Debo Samuel is the piece missing for them. But if you can find a way to isolate Debo Samuel and take the top off of San Francisco, you may be able to beat these guys. But the Seahawks just didn't have that on Thanksgiving, and they're probably not going to have that going into the second game that they haven't played against San Francisco in San Fran. It's, it's, San Francisco is just a formidable opponent, and they impose their will at, at any given moment when they're healthy.
1: Yeah, the W from San Francisco, um, you know, proved that they are neck and neck with the neck and neck with the Eagles. i will say going into this battle this weekend, uh, back in Philly, um, you know, but it's 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 going to be a tough. That's going to be a tough team to beat, uh, regardless of them having uh, Hal Funga out. They still have the front four, which you know you still have to get past. Uh, you still have to be able to throw the ball. When you throw the ball, you know, I mean, they still have great defenders to be able to be ball hawks. So San Francisco has a good squad, Uh, both ends of the ball. They'll be tough to uh, deal with. You guys will be tough to deal with. The Eagles will be tough to deal with. So we'll see how it goes. All
0: right. All right. And then after uh, Thanksgiving, they gave us a little Black Friday special. And it was uh, was all nothing but lights out for one Tim Boyle. He went out there, threw two interceptions, had seven sacks. But who is this man? He went undrafted to the Packers in 2018. He took only four snaps there in three years. He left in 21 in free agency to back up Jared Goff. Um, He started three games there, went 0-3, signed to the practice squad, uh, got picked up by another practice squad, eventually found his way to the Jets where he got to start that game. Uh, that's a little history behind Tim Boyle, but, um, I was reading a report earlier. They said they're going to keep running with Tim again. Um, the head coach actually called him Timmy in the interview, um, which is crazy because his name is really Tim, not Timmy. So, um, is this crazy going to play with the man's name like that? Um, live in an interview. Um, so I don't know how much faith they really have in Tim. I don't know how much faith they have in any other quarterback on their roster, not named Aaron Rodgers. Um, And I did see him at practice this week throwing the ball. So um, if Tim can actually go out there and get a win this upcoming week, Aaron Rodgers may be back. So um, how how do you all feel, though, um, about Tim Boyle?
4: I feel that his name really might be Timmy. He just might go by Timmy all the time. How do we know that? But um, I feel that um, the Jets are cooked. Uh, Rodgers is not coming back this year. And um, what else? They don't have no choice but to start Tim Boyle. They're going to lose the locker room if they bring back Zach Wilson, um, even if he is marginally better than Tim Boyle. So, um, unfortunately, they're stuck with him. I mean, they'd have to make, like, an egregious, like, error with him, like four or five interceptions like Josh Dobbs did the other night for them to make a change back to Zach Wilson, and that'd be, like, a mid-game switch. Um, But they can't put Zach Wilson back on that field. That locker room would just – be completely lost the coach would have no control i don't think Rodgers is gonna play um just because with the injury like that you have to worry about re-injury and at this point in the season um their chance of making the playoffs is is so small uh why risk it um and bring him back and he could re-injure himself um it's just not worth it he know he's gonna be there next year on the roster um he should be in condition to play next year just this year is just a loss so i mean I think they lose to the Falcons. I believe that's who they played this weekend. Um, season's over. Season's over. <laughs> when they made no additions to the roster for a QB, I mean, they already knew how they felt about Zach Wilson. So I don't, yeah, I don't understand how that team operates. But that's it. I think that's yeah. it for the Jets for 2023.
1: Yeah, uh, it made no sense why they even went to Tim Boyle in the first place. He had no compliment, accomplishments prior to... Um, college so that can let you know how bad he is as a as a quarterback but uh, once you look a certain way you get those jobs um, and it is what it is but um, at the end of the day I mean Tim Boyle is not a good quarterback Uh, but they don't have anywhere else to turn they're not going to go to free agency so then they're not going to go back to Zach Wilson so might as well just play out the rest of the year see how it goes. Yeah, I mean,
3: the Jets are are shorthanded. Zach Wilson is not the answer. Tim Boyle, I mean, the Jets might be better off with somebody off the street. I did see there was an Instagram meme of somebody's grandmother playing flag football. Maybe they could sign her to attend there, you know, whatever they do. You know, a a league minimum, see if she can get out there. Because outside of Aaron Rodgers, there's nothing for them. There's absolutely nothing for them. So. Beautiful. The jets are the jets are cooked. It's it's barbecue chicken for them. So yeah, just wrap it up, similar to the commanders. The, you know, just just wrap it up. You know, it's it's not really much there. But if Aaron Rodgers does come back and they have a chance, then, then hey man,
0: what a shot at the commanders! Crazy.
3: I'm not, <laughs> no, bro, they gave they gave up on themselves.
0: I'm just I'm just saying that was a crazy shot. We weren't even talking about them. I don't even think they're on the agenda this week. You just threw a shot in. There. A, that's crazy. Caught a,
4: caught a stray. Straight. Just a
0: straight. <laughs> caught a stray bullet from my guy. Absolutely ridiculous. It's crazy.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but <laughs> let's go ahead and get right into it, man. The Panthers went ahead and they they called it all wraps on uh their head coach Frank Reich. I believe that's how you say it. They fired him after a one in ten start in his first uh, season as a Panthers head coach. Uh, Looks, he only got to play two thirds of the season, but on that four-year deal he signed, guess what? That was fully guaranteed. He gets all that money, so good for him. Um, But will he find his way back to Philadelphia, where he led that offense to the Super Bowl as an offensive coordinator, and as we all know, he is a mentor to their head coach Sirianni. So uh, he may find his way back to Philly, if anything. Um, But how y'all feel about this Panthers uh, head coach firing?
1: Had to happen. There's yeah. not even just Frank Reich that went out. They got rid of McCown, Dustale, ton of people that were supposed to be the quote unquote uh leaders or people to really guide Bryce into the league. And they all failed them. So uh they just gotta do better. It starts with their owner. Uh he's not obviously he's not making any smart choices. That's that's starting with the trades that they made last year. That's putting them that's giving the Bears the position to be the first overall pick. So um at the end of the day uh they made the right choice but they gotta start making some smarter choices going forward because they got a really smart quarterback right now that can't fail right
4: now. Yeah and to add on to that um Matt Rule uh the previous coach of the Carolina Panthers he also um got the axe as well um before his uh contract was um was even up so they're still paying that man of course um and now they just hired another coach that they're still paying so that's a lot of dead money on the books uh for coaches and it just seems like the owners just very impatient i mean like you said uh Wayne just the uh way they made trades with uh chicago to get that number one pick um and and bryce young wasn't even the best you know prospect as we can see from this particular draft um that going to C.J. Stroud, clearly. Um, But, yeah, it's just one of those things where uh, it looks like there's a lot of impatience with this owner and this organization, and they just make a lot of rash decisions um, that uh, maybe they should be a little bit more patient on. But just having two coaches um, that you've let go um, fairly quickly, that you're still paying them, to give up all those draft picks, I'm just like, this organization is uh, in turmoil. So I don't know. That's... uh... That's tough because he's not a bad player. Um, is he a little small for the NFL like right now? Sure, but I mean, he can fix that. He can bulk up, you know, um, but yeah, definitely failing that young man.
3: Yeah, I, I, it's unfortunate for him to have such a rough start, but. Jesus Christ. Sorry, uh, the Cowboys gave up a touchdown, so.
1: Yeah, I just saw it. Wow. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, I don't know what the what the fuck's going on, but um, yeah, no, Bryce is is he's not really getting a fair chance. The Carolina the Carolina Panthers are just god awful at the moment, so I mean, it, it's only right to give him another fresh start to give him an, another opportunity. I mean, I'm sure that there's you know there's talent out there in Carolina that they can put something together, but oh, incomplete. But you know, at the end of the day. You have you have to make a change because you can't just give up on your franchise quarterback. You know you drafted him early in the first round to see what he's capable of doing. So you kind of have to, you know, give him a fair shot next season with a different coach to see what happens.
0: Well, we'll see what what the Pan, uh, what the Panthers end up doing and what, how what they can do for one Bryce Young. Uh, it's unfortunate for him right now. One in ten start. We'll see what happens though. See if he can turn it around next season. Um, but this past weekend, we got to see a an overtime thriller as the Eagles and Bills matched up against each other. But is there something else that we got to look into? Really, realistically, those refs in Philly—we is that 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 needs to be under investigation? These flags that have been thrown out—is um, that something we need to look into? How, how y'all feel about this game?
4: It's being looked into. Got my best guys on it. But, um, yeah, I don't know. The margin of, like, like error for these calls are just, like, the, the calls versus the Eagles opponents have been, like, pretty egregious. Like, all their opponents, they've gotten some really good calls. Um, they've won a lot of close, like, one-score games. Um, it reminds me of the Minnesota Vikings last year. Um, just winning all these games, they're really close. You know, you just got some calls that go your way. Um, that can't go on forever. That's all I'm going to say. I like think at some point it's got to stop, um, but we'll see what happens. I think um, maybe against the 49ers, maybe that'll change, but um, good for the Eagles. I mean, they, they still fight back. You still have to play, you know, like if you get a call, go your way, you still got to play ball and they, you know, taking advantage of the opportunity. So I don't know. Maybe they're just that good. At, at one
3: point it's the penalty The penalty disparity was 11 to one. Um, on his podcast, Jason Kelsey was complaining about the the um, offsides by one of the tackles for the Bills. But when you take a closer look, it actually was a false start by Jason Kelsey, and then they finally started calling him in the second half. So we we have we have to start looking at the penalty disparities and what's going on in At least when they're playing home games. Um, I mean, I know there was another stat. I mean, I don't want to make this like a homer situation but like I mean against the Cowboys in Philadelphia there's five penalties in the third quarter and Philadelphia goes Philadelphia scores 14 unanswered points in the third quarter so you know something's going on in Philadelphia whether it be that the NFL wants to have another Kelsey bowl or whatever it is but we, we need to look at what's going on so Trav send your guys because something is not correct and it seems that every team going up against Philadelphia is dealing with the same issues yeah we're
1: getting to the bottom of this one. So I'm gonna figure this one out. I think refs just need to be held accountable. Simple as that. It goes across for every sport. Just need to be held accountable. They don't get fined or held accountable for anything. So, um, yeah, or fired. So it is it, really up to the league. But it seems like the league does what they do. That's all. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. I have right. never seen a ref get get um get fined or anything like that. We need to see something like that happen. We need to some accountability as you said. That would be nice. I
2: mean, they haven't publicly gotten fined. I know they've gotten fines before for comments they've made to players that players disputed, um referring to Chris Paul and uh Scott Foster, I think that was.
1: Barely, barely. Barely. Fo- Foster, Foster does it, Foster does whatever Sean he wants it. to see Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah he does. But I need
0: cool. I need to see it in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But we'll see we'll see what happens with that. Um but hopefully the 49ers take down the Eagles this coming week. But um let's go ahead. Uh, the Jags they gained a cushion in their division holding off the Texans. CJ Str- uh, Stroud um he failed to get it done and he failed to do something they haven't been able to do in 3 seasons, which was sweep the Jags. Um I was rooting for CJ all day. All um I was hoping they would get this done. I wanted to see them take control of this division and and win this division. First year head coach, first year quarterback. I mean they're doing they're doing a hell of a job. Uh, I do hope they make it into the wild card race. Um and, and at least get one wild card game in this year. Um and it's great to see. How y'all feel?
3: I think the Texans got screwed in that game. There was that large that was a large uh Pass completion to Tank Dell towards the end of the game, but it was, it was there was a penalty called.
4: Jesus Christ, man, how many times in this process? I don't think they really got screwed. Uh, the Texans did. Um, that game, the way it was officiated, was like bad calls on both sides of the ball, like just back to back. If they missed a the call for Houston, they kind of made up with it with uh, Jacksonville, like on the next possession. Um, unfortunately, um, the game was kind of right within reach, and I'm not getting on CJ Stroud, but the last play he probably should have um you know uh not scrambled as much he could have left some time on the clock or something to make an additional play um or or just kind of move up quick completion but he scrambled around for like five ten seconds um you know before um i don't, I don't remember if he got sacked or, or what happened to end the play but um he he did too much of that and that's something he'll have to learn and get better at as a as he matures in the nfl but um I mean, the game was within reach. I mean, that's a long field goal, but you know, it is what it is. But I think it was bad officiating on both sides um, for that particular matchup. Not just against the Texans; it was just back and forth, and the refs just seemed to be making it up on the, um, you know, when when they thought they had an opportunity to. Uh
1: yeah yeah for me um, I would. I'll give my comparison with the Texans right now with the Thunder in the NBA uh, being one of the youngest teams and they are on the come up, uh, so watch out for them. They're just figuring things out. They're rookie rookie head coach, rookie quarterback, obviously uh, very very young team. So uh, give them some time to figure it out. The fact that they're six and five and still a couple games behind the leading Jackson Jacksonville Jaguars right now is impressive. Uh, we didn't expect them to be anywhere close to the top, so. Um, whatever they do this year is a plus for them. It doesn't matter where they land, really. It's it's really a plus. We most people only expect them to win about four games, so um, they're doing fine. They're exceeding expectations. Uh, they're a good team overall. So.
0: Definitely exceeded expectations, that's for sure. Um, but uh, let's get in another guy who's exceeding expectations at quarterback, but with his with with his legs. Lamar Jackson became the quickest quarterback to reach 5K rushing yards with the record being just over 6K uh, held by one Michael Vick. Can Lamar break the record um, under 100 games? He's played 82 games so far. That's 18 games left. The record held by Mike Vick is 6,109 yards. Lamar's at 5,011. That's 1,098 yards left. That's 61 yards a game. What do y'all think?
4: I say no. Um, I think he breaks the record eventually, but I don't think he's gonna be in any rush to do it. Um, if you notice Lamar, he still runs, but since he got paid, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't do it as much. Maybe that's just maturity as a player, or maybe it's just um, you know, they kind of hey said hey Lamar don't run as much. Um, whatever the case might be, um, he will run. He'll have his hundred yard games, but um. I feel like they're few and far between. Um, he is staying in the pocket more consistently and making excellent reads, um, which, which is great. But I think for his longevity, um, he'll still use his legs, but just kind of like um, it's his second choice, not you know maybe his first option. So I think he'll break fix record, but maybe he's not a rush to do it um, in under 100 games. Maybe it's like 105 games or something like that. Um, but yeah, he breaks it, but just probably not as quick, you know, Um, under a hundred.
0: How do y'all feel? Y'all feel like um, like Omar can break this record under a hundred?
1: Should be able to. He's not running that much, obviously, like Trev said, Um, and it's not tailored towards their offense now, but um, there'll probably be some of these late games that he's going to be picking up his feet and he should get to it.
3: I mean, he's he's getting old. He's trying to preserve his body. I would expect him to keep throwing the ball. I mean, he's having great success with the Ravens right now, throwing the ball and not yeah. necessarily having to put his body on the line. So and I mean they have a receive, they have a, a better receiving core than they have in years past. So they don't really have to depend on that man. Like he can still hand the ball off. So <clears throat> granted, Mark Andrews is down, but you know, Zay Flowers has been playing, lights out. He still has uh excuse um o- Odell himself a couple of guys out there. So, I mean, it'll probably take him a little bit longer than, you know, say if he didn't have any receivers, but he still is going to break the record barring any sort of freak accident or injury.
0: Yeah, I think he should eventually break the record. I, I think he'll get close to hundred games. I'm not sure if he'll be able to do it within the hundred, but I think it'll definitely be close. So he's definitely going to surpass it. Um, he's definitely going to set that bar high. Um, I'm curious to see if he'll reach 10 K before he retires from the NFL. That would be, that'd be crazy. Um, But we'll see what happens with with Lamar. Let's see if he starts running again. Um, He definitely has been passing a lot, but outside of that, the Falcons, they took control of the South. The Falcons beat the saints this past weekend to take slight control of the South. Just barely. They have the same record currently still as the uh, saints, but the Falcons are currently undefeated in the division one of only three teams to be, to be three, and and0 um, in their divisions. And, uh, the, but the Falcons, they haven't won the, uh, their division since 2016. That was about six seasons ago. And they haven't made it to the playoffs in five seasons since 2017. Um, I know a couple of us have been on record saying that we think the Falcons are going to make it to the playoffs and I'm going to keep going on record. I'm going to say it again. Falcons are going to make it to the playoffs. They're going to win this division. How y'all feel?
1: Yep, that's what I was saying at the beginning of the year. Definitely felt like the Falcons would win the division. Um, still on that train because um, obviously the Saints are showing you what the Saints are showing you with Derek Carr. I said at the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? People thought it was going to be just because he's on a new team. You know what I mean? He's got show out and show out. He's an inconsistent player at this show. And he, he's injury prone, and that's also showing. So it is what it is. Uh, Falcons are very inconsistent too as well at the quarterback position, so it's going to be tough, but style the Falcons the division
4: I think the only thing they can get in the Falcons way of winning the division is probably Arthur Smith and his like um you know his personnel you know just like um
1: mm-hmm.
4: he like his play calling is is questionable to say the least um uh, you know you've got probably one of the best running backs in the NFL I don't know, and do he refused to know. use them um through the first part of the season um he had a finally a big game uh this past weekend but uh prior to that i mean he was being used very uh sparingly um Kyle Pitts i don't know if it's an injury i don't know if it's coaching i don't know what it is but like he was a a, a, a top prospect um you know he hasn't really produced and maybe that's not his his fault exactly but you know some at some point you got to you know figure that out um there are other skill position players like Drake London um who you know he's been inconsistent but he's he's been good as of uh, late so, I don't know. Um, Arthur Smith has also given carries to, like, I think it was, like, Johnny Smith one time, like, in the red zone and, or a pass or It was some weird play. And i was just like, dude, you have B. John Robinson. What are you doing? Um, but, yeah, the only person that can get in their way is probably Arthur Smith. So, we'll see um, what happens. Um, with the Falcons, I feel like they're just, like, that one bad luck team where as soon as you think they're doing something good, they, they go in the opposite direction. But um, we'll see. We'll see with them. I, I do think they'll probably win the division at this point in the season, but um, it's still a little bit close, so you never know with them.
3: I mean, whoever whoever comes out of the NFC North, man, I mean, NFC South, as long as the Cowboys can handle them. That's the way I see this right now. I don't care who's coming out.
4: <laughs> Matter of fact, I hope it is the Falcons because we, uh, we, we normally handle them. So
3: that's how, that's how I feel about that. I don't care who comes out the NFC South, man. As long as long as the Cowboys can handle it, whatever. Because that's what it's looking like the way we're fucking playing against the Seahawks. Shit is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, y'all can catch us next week. Um, back again at it. And not if we lose a- tonight. So yeah. Well. Um. All right. Well, I- I'll be back again next week, and you can catch uh, ever <laughs> here with me. Next week, I'll be here. I don't
1: know about (laughs) y'all. I'll be here.
0: In the meantime, in between time, make sure you follow us on IG at Views from the Dot 50, on YouTube at Views from the 50 Podcast, Spotify and Google, Views from the 50. Until next week, we out.